Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to the Excellent Podcast. This is the podcast where we watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Josh, and with me as always... Is your other co-host, Jason. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Um, this is our first episode uh, after we uh, saw each other in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where we did a shit ton. Well, you're still editing, like, what, two, three more? Two? <clears throat> I'd imagine two more, right? Um, currently, the... Um, the karaoke video one will be coming out this Saturday. We're recording on Wednesday, August 3rd, and karaoke video will be coming out on August 6th. And then tier list will be coming out. Right, we, we are seriously, like... like I had... Like, well, when the episodes come out, it will literally be, like, weeks and weeks later. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. Because uh, like, you said karaoke's this Saturday. Yeah, and, and then, then tier list. Tier list will be on... Um, August 17th, because we're doing every week and a half. Okay. And then... then holy shit. We'll be... Dude, we're, we're going to be, like, at least two months ahead. Yeah. But that's Fuck. good. That's good, though. That is... That's very good. Yeah. Um, but as for today, we will be watching Season 3, Episode 5, Camping Can Be Cool, uh, which is um, fun. Yeah. So... I was going to ask you... I was going to... I thought you were going to ask me if I've ever been camping. Have but you... no... I, have I been camping? Yeah, have you? Uh, what do you consider camping? A lot, see, a lot of people say, like, camping, it's all like, a, oh, yeah, getting, like, a, a cabin in the woods and this and that. Well, like, I mean, taking, like, a, it's partial camping, but I, I feel like... I can like, see that. Yeah, yeah. But have you ever been camping like, where you, like, sleep in a tent and sleeping bags? No. Okay. I have. Okay, so technically I have not been camping. I used to be uh, in Boy Scouts in elementary school, and mm. we used to go out and uh, do those those little camping trips, and they were they were really fun, you know. Um, and oh, I will always say this: so there's city kids, and then there's country kids. And are you a country kid? What do you, what do you fucking think? <laughs> so I I love the city, yeah, of course, because there's always something to do out here. But I will always say that country kids, low-key, have the most fun. Not mm-hmm. saying that I don't have fun, but because if you think of it, mm-hmm. so for example, a couple years ago uh, for Thanksgiving, I went down to Tennessee with CJ's family because they have ten, uh, Thanksgiving there every single year. And their family mm-hmm. owns, I think, like 10 acres of land God damn. in the woods. And their driveway is a half a mile long. God damn! You have to like take an entire ass trail to go up to to their house, and we spent the entire week just doing like all this like country stuff. We had like a bonfire, we did axe throwing, we went like walking in their Ooh. backyard, and um, their their son, I think he's like ten years old or something, uh, maybe if not younger, he has like a mm-hmm. dirt bike and like a, a four-wheeler, and he was, like, riding it out. Their little uh, six-year-old, five-year-old daughter rode the four-wheeler and everything. God. And, like, I could uh. not do that. Like, I... <laughs> Wait, like, you didn't do it? Well, I mean, no, I just watched. I, I did do axe throwing, And I, I did uh, go on... We had took turns on their little tire swing and stuff mm. like that. But That is fun, though. Because country kids, they have, like, a sense of adventure. Like, like I, everyone has, like, a sense of adventure, but like country mm-hmm. because they they have they have like the entire backyard to like just do whatever they want in and stuff. Yeah, I prefer the city. Obviously, um, a lot of people say that city kids are like very like 
posh or they're very like high maintenance and everything but country people are more laid back in a way i feel like that is true everyone is kind of more laid back in the country Mm -hmm. but i i had a lot of fun when i was out there camping is fun i i keep suggesting that our our group should do a video camping but i think two people don't want to do it why uh they don't feel i think they don't feel comfortable they both don't feel comfortable like going outside and uh experiencing the wilderness oh so just camping like in and of itself yeah well that's kind of like the whole point you know it, it would it would that, that, we can make it into like a challenge video where it's like the schwam squad tries camping for the first time or something like that that's what i suggested and i even tried putting it putting out there like okay if not tent camping why not why not cabin then if that yeah, fits your fancy what and they still said no I'm like what the fuck what you know what no That's we're gonna no put different... a majority vote yeah that, uh, getting a cabin is no like it's just like getting a hotel except it's just the location mm-hmm. and like if if you want to if you don't like can't... wait what they don't like is just sleeping outside but like yeah, you're not they don't want to touch outside. grass we do got some uh never touched grass people in our group yeah jacob fucking crippled <laughs> oh yeah you guys heard on the previous episode that he was on crutches he got surgery but i'm <laughs> oh when when did he when did he get surgery i think like last week or a few days ago or something okay i didn't even know he didn't say it in the chat or whatever i think he posted a picture personally or he did it in the group chat i don't remember is he gonna be good for my grad party Oh, I fucking hope so. I really hope so. I I think he sh- he will be though. He'll slowly waddle his way over though. <laughs> yeah, he should be good. <laughs> yeah, he'll be fine. I just um, I just worry that he'll just like sit around and do nothing. And I'm like, you know what? No, I don't think that's that's all right. I don't think that's all right with him. Speaking of um camping, I've been uh playing a lot of Red Dead Two in the past lately. Days. Well, I actually realized I never fully played like completed the game of red dead i only like played like halfway through and then i got busy so what Mm -hmm. i did is um i restarted the game and i'm i'm committing myself just like sitting down and doing a full playthrough of it oh yeah you might as well while you're go while you're still i don't know not not career wise yeah yeah and also that i've i've freaking applied to 11 jobs today nice i still need to do dude remember that school stuff i was telling you about uh oh yeah you said that so we we tried recording yesterday but you were busy because you had school stuff what was it i i have to fill out i had to call for a fafsa thing ah yeah i still have to do that yeah and i still have to do that today Mm. like afterwards but i'm waiting for my my mother to get here yeah true did you ever have help with uh with stuff with that like that? Yeah, usually uh I, I asked my parents for help on those forms whenever they came up. Mm-hmm. No, because um I had a deep conversation not a deep conversation, but I just had this conversation with one of my managers like the other day. You mm-hmm. you were saying like there's still so much that we don't know even as adults. I'm like, Yeah, that's fuck that's true. Yeah, true. Anyway, so back to camping. Uh Camping can be cool. It can be, can be very cool. cool. I don't know like a lot of like stories of camping. Like I, I, 
I just forgot them because it's been like literally ages since I've gone camping. That's whenever cool. I do, it's super fun. We used to, me and my family used to go to um, these uh, KOA campgrounds. We'd stay in mm-hmm. little like cabin log cabins out there, and mm-hmm. um, we would visit uh, the uh, the Amish village when we were out there because uh, the Amish actually like run restaurants and stuff. Hmm. How's so their food? It's actually very good because like everything's all like uh, like homegrown and it's like all homemade and stuff like that. Yeah, it tastes really good. I have nothing because, dude, I've really wanted. I've been wanting to go camping for a little bit now. I want to be the next SNL cast member. Uh, really? <laughs> like, wait, wait, are you being dead serious? <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, ha- have you seen that TikTok? No. So it, I was just telling this to my mom, my sister, the other day. So I guess there is this guy on TikTok. Um, his name is Jake Novak. Um, this, this whole meme has, is, it's kind of like over a month old, so we're kind of a little late talking about it, but there's this guy who, he makes weekly, uh, sketch comedy music videos online, and, um, he's kind of like a, I I wouldn't want to say like a wannabe Bo Burnham, but like, he, he does the same thing that Bo Burnham does, um, and I, he made this video, he posted this video, um, singing a song about how he wants to be the next SNL cast member. Actually, why don't I just send it to you, and I'll have you, like, react to it, like, when we're here. Hi, Lauren Michaels, I'm Jake Novak, and I know that you're feeling the heat because your roster lost Kate, Kyle, 80, and Pete. Oh, my. Okay, he just named off four people uh, that left. Okay, that, that was pretty funny. So check my feed, you'll agree where I should be in September, right with Colin Keenan, Chloe, and Bowen as an SNL cast member. He's done his homework. I'm impressed. He he got a lot he got a lot of the SNL references in there. But yeah. the thing is a lot of people found that video to be super cringy. How? You don't think it's cringy? I see it as uh as a please take me. Which so, I, yeah, okay, now, now that I say it out loud, yeah, it's kinda cringy. So I, I don't know because in order to be on SNL, you have to be funny, right? Yeah. All he did in that video was just sh- sing about what he could do, like his abilities, how he makes, like, um, how he could write, perform, and dance, and things like that. But like, there mm-hmm. wasn't actually like, there was only like two kind of comedic parts in there. Um, mm-hmm. And if you look on, uh, well, you watched on YouTube, but all the TikTok yeah. comments are they would, like some of the comments say like, I feel like this hurts your chances, or it's like um. You missed the part when you were trying to be funny and then things like that. Um, so I don't know. The, the video is kind of rough. Like I, I appreciate what he's doing. I get that he like wanted to be on SNL and everything, but yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if that really did anything for him. So what I, what I think is that it'll get the, one of the producers to look at it, probably bring him on. Not, not for like a live, actual uh, audience but see if he has that chemistry with the other cast members because i guess the internet started to like bully him because of that and then they started to find all of his other videos and stuff people didn't like those Mm -hmm. either and um he went from posting weekly videos to not posting in an entire month Oh my god! So the, the internet like, is a internet's a mean place. I feel I feel bad that that's what had to happen, but I mean, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. The video wasn't the best, but I also feel bad at the same time. There's not that. There, oh, okay, the the internet isn't 
the um, it's the audience, but they're not the judge of who gets to be in the actual show. Yeah. See what you see what I'm saying here? Uh-huh. It's it's like it's like if I were to be the one to decide who gets to be on regular show or not. In order to be on SNL, I'm pretty sure that they have to go through like this whole like casting thing. They're not just gonna mm-hmm. like see that video and then uh, be like, "Hey, do you want to be on SNL?" Like, I mean, he he did get a little bit more famous from this video, but too bad he's not posting right now. Um, I guess one day he'll be, he'll be back. One day he'll be back, and then uh, he'll be like, "Yeah, I was on SNL." Whoa. Yeah. Um, Never done. Um, it's funny because on all like the SNL like social medias. You'll go to the comment mm-hmm. section and all the comments are being like, yo, you should hire Jake Novak and stuff like that. So he has some supporters, but... Exactly. Anyways, moving on to the episode, which we've so graciously held back on. So, season three, episode five, Camping Can Be Cool. Uh, let's just start right from the beginning. So we open up at the coffee shop. Mordecai and Rigby are watching the news, but it's on mute. And Mordecai and Rigby are doing this thing where they like do like a funny little voice over it, uh, where it looks like they're talking. Um, Mordecai says, "Big trouble in the Western Hemisphere. These teeth are gonna bite down on the snowstorm, and then this cloud's gonna punch some dude in the face." More at eleven, and it kind of looks like the the news anchor woman is, um, she's like pointing out the green screen and stuff like that. Um, and then they're laughing, and then Margaret comes up, and she's like, hey, guys, do you need anything else? But then Rigby cuts her off and saying, shh, this is it. He unmutes the video and uh, turns up the volume. Um, the news anchor says, your weekend weather forecast. Hope you have your sunglasses ready, because it'll be two days of clear skies and sunshine. Then Mordecai and Rigby get excited. They're all like, sunshine, sunshine. Um... And then that's when Eileen comes up. She said, oh, are you guys talking about the weather? I love the weather. Margaret's like, yeah, why are you guys so interested in the weather? Mordecai says that we're going on a camping trip. And then Eileen is all like, really? I love camping. Camping is so cool, right, Margaret? Um, And then Margaret shares that she's actually never been camping before, um, which is kind of like you, Josh. Well, okay, I've been a cabin, like, log... camping but like not in the wood but it's on like um was it Uh, not on a field but um you know those tour not touristy places i'm trying to think this was years and years ago like campsites or whatever yeah 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 yeah. like is it like a a retreat or something no i'm trying to remember because i was so this this was when i was like a really really young really really young before i was a teenager why do I um, feel like, um, while you think of that, why do I feel like uh, Eileen is kind of like sucking up to this conversation? Because she just came in being like, you guys are talking about camping? I love camping. Oh, the weather? I love the weather. And oh. she's probably saying that because Rigby's all interested in stuff, just the way she's talking. Well, well, well f- okay, first off, um, yeah, it, I think it was more so, not a retreat, but more so okay. where families can come in, like rent out a cabin for a little bit. It it was all connected or whatever, but there was still like a lake and a dock or whatever. Yeah, true. So, yeah. But with the second thing with Eileen, I wrote down that she's probably interested in the weather because is what isn't she like interested in meteorology? Me- meteorology? Um, or is that or astrology. am I wrong? Well, astrology. Wait, is it astrology? No, no. Later on in the episode, we see that that she's interested in astrology or astronomy, not 
Wait, aren't they the same? Wait, thing? what is oh, the God. difference? No, no, astrology is fucking the the girls who like hold like uh, crystal quartz gems, <laughs> saying like, "Oh, I'm acting like a bitch today because the sun is in this position or whatever." <laughs> um, <laughs> it's the time. I- no, uh, they, they're the girls who say like, "Oh, I'm being such a pain in the ass right now. It's just because I'm a Gemini." Oh my god. That's astrology. Astronomy. No, that's some bullshit is what it is. That is is some fucking bullshit. Oh my, I could talk for, we could have a whole podcast on why astrology is bullshit. I, immediate, that is an immediate turnoff. Whenever someone, like, if you're like dating someone, they say like, oh, I act that way because I'm a Virgo. It's like, no, you don't. Just just stop being a bitch, you know? (laughs) So you're not a have bitch. you have you ever have you ever like been with someone who tried to use that as an excuse? Yes. My so, ex. Hmm. The only, yeah. If there is one thing true about astrology, it's that Gemini's are the fucking worst. Oh and, my god. And that's and it's it's literally like a meme in the astrology world that like Gemini's are the worst. Is my no, my brother's a Capricorn. So Rafi is also a Capricorn. I saw this one thing. Uh, you're an Aquarius, right? Yes. I'm a Cancer, and I saw this one uh, post where um, this guy said, "Like, um, I matched with this astrology girl on Twitter and um, or, or on Tinder, and um, we ended up uh, having sex because I said that I was an, uh, an Aquarius, and she thought that our, our uh, signs uh, lined up. Uh, jokes <laughs> on you, because I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> and then." Everyone started, like, uh, clowning him on Twitter. Like, the astrology people started to clown on him. And then he's like, you know how I know that astrology is complete bullshit? All of you people saying, like, oh, this is exactly what an, uh, what a Capricorn would do. Joke's on you, because I'm actually a Virgo, so I caught you red-handed twice. <laughs> I don't know. I find that very enjoyable, because those types of people are ridiculous i don't know how this is like it's an ongoing thing it's still no well i feel like it was a more uh, mm, like a recently thing not like a few months ago thing but like a couple years maybe three years ago kind of thing there is this um, (laughs) yeah what i was gonna say we're like people have been uh trying to get tarot cards or tarot 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 cards yeah Yeah, tarot cards where and they're just like mixing that bullshit up and like Okay, this person's gonna do this, this, this. You're gonna have this and this and that. Have you ever seen those on TikTok? Um, I not on TikTok, but I've had a tarot card reading before. Like, uh, oh, oh. You know what I mean, um, and I I forgot to like it, it was interesting to see, but like mm-hmm. I I forgot to keep up with it over the year uh, as it went on, because usually mm-hmm. ideally you would want to do your tarot card at like uh, January first or something. Yeah. But, um, as for astrology i know that there's this guy um on tiktok who does like omegle trolling so i guess yeah. he was like trying to get people mad and then sure enough it worked and then some so, uh, there was like th- this like group of girls that he was talking to and they're like hmm i could tell that you're you're a sagittarius by the way that you're acting and he's like oh my gosh how'd you know and he's like because the way you just talked to me and, and he's like oh my gosh you're completely right and they're like see i told you and he's like well, guess what? I was joking. I'm actually a Virgo. And then they were like, "Um, oh, I guess how that? I guess I could see how that could also work. You do have some Virgo traits." And he's like, "Guess what? Oh I'm God. not a Virgo. You keep you keep fucking doing this to yourself, and you look like a fucking clown every fucking time." Oh my God. 
it's funny because so, whenever those types of people like say get it wrong, they they try backpedaling and they they're like, try oh, yeah. so hard to yeah. Oh my god, and it's so funny. I could never I could never keep a straight face and do that because I was just like I was actually straight up telling the truth. But I wish I could do something like that so badly. It's so fucking funny. Oh god, it actually is. We just had like a ten minute conversation about it. I'm like on the floor not on the floor but i'm dying because of how stupid it is it really is wait, wait real quick do you know who andrew tate is um andrew tate isn't he like trending on twitter right now yeah something like that oh uh, yeah so That's... what do you have to say about andrew tate i do not side with him yeah i yeah. I, I just find his uh perspective very interesting some yeah. relatable but mostly kind of questionable yeah, it's true. I haven't, no. <laughs> like, looked into much of what he said before. But. Neither have I, but, like, he's so... Un- he, From what I've seen, he's very unfiltered, and it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, speaking of unfiltered, um, one of my <laughs> yeah. friends, uh, one of my friends, Eddie, back in high mm-hmm. school, when, um, we, we had this commercial music production class where you basically learned, how, like, how to make beats and, like, how to produce music and stuff. It was mm-hmm. a fun class. It was super cool. But um mm-hmm. he um back in the day like he made like a lot of beats and uh he wanted to be like a rapper or something about or something like that. And um there was like this uh for the for finals week, we just had to like present like our, our songs that we made. <laughs> and in front of the class, he presented his rap about busting nuts and sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> and he got detention for it. That's and the, funny. <laughs> and the that teacher is... was like, you need to know how to like use a filter in the right places. Like if you're in what school, do you mean? use your filter. And <laughs> knowing him, he was probably like, I thought this was commercial music production. I thought that we were supposed to show off our art skills. Things you're like supposed that, to express so. ourselves, but no, yeah. this, but this bitch is like, no, 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 you're in high school. You're not supposed <laughs> to say things like that. It's so funny. No. Yeah. God damn it. Why do why do high school uh try to uh, <clears throat> hold on why do why do high schools try to prevent uh their high schoolers from cursing because from what I know now or in this day and age there are kids out there like 12 13 years old cursing already I not know saying that, that we when, weren't yeah um I know that when we uh were at uh high school mm-hmm. there were like people at our middle school that were like pregnant and stuff oh my god that's insane dude that's that's dude. crazy there were like um, a cu- there were a couple girls or a few girls in our grade that were pregnant and had to hide it i remember yeah they hid it by wearing baggy clothes and everything yep um one, one more story before we move on so okay there was um it was one we were freshmen mm-hmm. and there was this girl in band that was a junior Hmm. and she got she got pregnant in the oh. middle of the year and oh. uh she was out for like a couple months to like have her baby and stuff like that mm-hmm. and um my my cousin my cousin carter um who was like i think he was like in elementary school at the time i i told him about that when like he was like visiting like our house or something like that and then of course like he as a little kid you, you get curious about all that stuff being like oh my gosh a high schooler getting pregnant and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and I guess, like, he always, like, talked to my aunt about it, asking questions and stuff. And then, later on in the year, he came to visit. And then we end up having a, a band concert that night, and he went to the concert. My sister 
uh, took him to the bathroom, and then the girl who was pregnant happened to be walking past. Oh, and then, no. Without a filter, I'm not sure if she heard or not, my cousin Carter blurted out very loud, Was that <clears throat> Oh, he mentioned her by name. <laughs> he freaking names dropped and everything, and my sister was like, Oh my gosh, yes it is. <laughs> to keep your voice down. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. It's so freaking... I, I, I don't think she heard, but damn, that, that was... That's none... Oh, God. This one of those I moments where it's just... Ugh. I can't. That's why I can't tell kids anything anymore, because they'll just say whatever. Kids will blurt out like whatever. Kids are rude. They just don't have a filter. So Mordecai uh, confronts Margaret, saying, "You've never been camping." And then Rigby adds on, saying, "Like, what's wrong with you?" But then Mordecai quickly punches Rigby in the arm. But Margaret defends herself, saying, "Like, no, it's all right. It just never really appealed to her," which I guess un- is understandable. But Rigby. Being all moody, said like, yeah, you probably wouldn't like it. But then Margaret starts getting all shy, starts rubbing her arm. But Mordecai reassures her, or reassures Margaret, saying, don't listen to him, Margaret. Camping can be really cool. There's, and he starts naming things like hiking in the mountains, looking at the stars at night. They even have a secret camping spot. Eileen compliments them, saying like, oh, that's awesome. And she also says that she wishes that they, she could join them. But Mordecai's like, yeah, why not? Why don't you? Rigby and Margaret both say, what? And then Eileen says, really? And then Mordecai says, like, yeah, why not? The more the merrier, right? As you do if you're trying to add people on. Yeah. Uh, Margaret is unsure about this, but Eileen says, like, yeah, it could be fun. It could be cool. Then Margaret's quick to be like, yeah, okay, I guess it can be cool. Eileen hugs Margaret in excitement. Rigby shaking his head saying, you probably shouldn't go, Margaret. I bet your boyfriend won't like you going on a camping trip with two dudes. But Margaret gives a disgusted, uh, and says, what boyfriend? I'm not seeing anyone right now. Guys are jerks. Then Mordecai. Fucking. (laughs) Fucking Mordecai. He agrees. uh, Agrees. I'm saying that in quotes. With Margaret saying, like, I know, right? Guys are the worst. And then he, he puts his hand over covering his face uh and looks at rigby with the whole like you know the poggers emote on like twitch or whatever yeah yeah something like that he's he like does that. yo did you hear that like, she's Dude. single yeah <laughs> fucking and we're gonna get down to this at lunchtime uh yeah. if you didn't if you didn't remember we added mordecai simp moments and uh spoiler alert Ooh. if you hadn't caught on by now but i'm excited for that so i could you could tell that this was supposed to be a weekend for just Mordecai and Rigby, like a one-on-one bro time. Mm-hmm. But then Mordecai invited Margaret and Eileen along last minute. And then Rigby is obviously not cool with that because he's like frowning at this part. Yep. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd kind of be mad too. Like I, I'd at least like, um, see, what I would do in this moment, maybe I oh. wouldn't like invite them along like in that in that very moment. Maybe I would like, after we're done getting coffee, we would go home and then I would talk to Rigby like on the way home or something be like, hey, yo, so I was thinking, should we like invite them along and see what he thinks? Mm-hmm. Um, and then if Rigby says yes, we, we could just call Margaret and Eileen and be like, hey, guys, if you wanted to, you could come with us. But I was just gonna, but if that were the case, knowing Rigby, <laughs> he'd probably say like, no way, dude, it's just supposed to be you and me. No chicks. Yeah. And that is also fair because that is what the weekend was supposed to be about. Yeah. 
So, if only, oh, I was going to, I was going to, I'm trying to think of a time where, uh, one of us had to hang out or we, all of us were to plan to hang out, but then one of us had to drop out because of some lady issues. So yeah, um, season three of Stranger Things, Mike and Eleven. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking more, more line our lives. Mordecai says, uh, so it's settled. We're all going camping. And then Margaret's like, oh, how can I argue with enthusiasm like that? So we cut into like a travel montage where um, up-tempo boogie music is playing. Um, the four friends are leaving the park in Margaret's car. I wrote the note. It's like, wait, who's going to drive originally if they're taking Margaret's car? But okay, I, whatever. I, I was going to suggest uh, Mordecai and Rigby taking a car. Well, I mean, I, yeah, probably that. But like, um, Margaret, like, if we look at it, Margaret was kind of sucked into this trip, and let alone she offered to drive. So like, okay, Margaret's a good friend. Yeah. But, um, we're driving, and then basically, um, the the montage shows that like Margaret, Eileen, and Mordecai are having a fun time. They're all like talking, and then um, um, Mordecai is like cracking jokes as well as Eileen. And then they're all, like, having fun in the car, but then Rigby's just in the back not saying anything. And um, they seem to be driving, like, a like a good amount away, like, at least an hour or something. Because uh, they're driving on the highway, and then they pass through, like, this, like, farmland and stuff like that. And then they're finally in the forest. And then I notice that fucking Eileen is putting her feet on top of the dashboard. <laughs> and okay, what, what are your opinions on that? Get your fucking feet off of the fucking dashboard that is so dangerous do you know why that is such a hazard because oh well okay so what what uh what if the airbag breaks or what or bus open if the airbag bus open your knees will be sent at like whatever miles per hour straight into your skull i've heard like on so many things that like it is so dangerous to do that because like EMTs and like policemen and other people they have pulled out so many people out of cars who have gotten to accidents and their legs are like inside of their heads Blech. because they had their their legs on top of the dashboard and also yeah. if I I, I I get that Margaret and Eileen are close mm-hmm. but if one of my friends puts their fucking feet on the dashboard I'm like get your fucking feet off of my fucking car okay what, what if it's hanging out of the window though um, I don't know. I, I haven't seen that in forever. Hmm. One time, um, when I was little, I remember I see, I saw this guy, uh, sticking his feet out of the window and they were like, he was like cross-legged and stuff. Oh. And, um, he was wearing flip-flops. He was, this man was going to lose his flip-flops. <laughs> <and> he, <laughs> he was going to lose his slippers, like take them off or something. Why would you sacrifice your, your sandals flip-flops or whatever? And we we're on the, the highway going. too. Yeah, on the highway especially. <laughs> I um I saw this one meme where it's like this girl was like uh, sticking her feet out of the window on the highway and she was like barefoot and things and this motorcyclist came up and tickled her foot. Oh no! <laughs> See, I don't think I can do that. Cause, okay, so I have really ticklish feet, right? If that were to happen yeah. to me, my first instinct were to be to kick to kick the person who's tickling him. Dude, he's gonna cause an accident. <laughs> yeah, he, to himself and to others. Yeah. True, yeah. <clears throat> but anyways, we yeah, we're now at the National Forest. Go. 208. They pull up and then a ranger greets them. They all say hi, but um 
the ranger starts pointing at the radio, telling Margaret to, to, to turn it down. And then the ranger asks, where y'all headed today? Um, Margaret doesn't know this, so she looks around to the back and says, Hey, where's this secret? But, again, but gets cut off by Mordecai, pushes up to the front, saying, We're just headed up to the campgrounds. Uh, and then the ranger's like, Oh, Pine Ridge or Valley Fields? <laughs> and then, but Mordecai is like, yeah, mm-hmm. But the ranger's giving this stiff, uh, stern look, just like, hmm, are you sure about that? But he brushes it off and says, like, well, here's a map. Stick to the roads and trails. And they all say thank you and drive away. Eileen is looking at the map and says, all right, so which way are we heading? But Mordecai grabs the map and says, like, we don't, no, we don't need that. Just stop right here. Uh, Margaret looks up ahead and says, like, wait, here? And they pull up to a restricted, uh, no public access gate, which is uh, leading up to a what looks to be a cliffside. Then Mordecai says, like, okay, go, dude. Rigby pushes Eileen's seat out of the way to get out. Eileen's like, wait, what are you guys doing? Mordecai says, like, we told you, secret spot. But Margaret says that it's restricted and that they shouldn't be uh, going in there. But Mordecai stops her and says, like, no, it's fine. We always do this. They're both unsure of this. But, yeah, they kind of, like, exchange a look being like, oh, what do you, what do you think? Mm-hmm. But they go with it anyways. So Ma Margaret does this three-point turn almost with the door. I really want to say this. The door is still open at the time, but it just closes. So Eileen didn't even bother closing the door, but it's whatever. Margaret pulls into the restricted area. Uh, the gate closes and Rigby gets back in his car and they drive all the way up to the cliff. Where uh, they see a, an already made like log sitting on the ground a uh, little rock circle for where the campfire is and it's it looks like a cozy nice spot yeah and you, you could tell that like mordecai and rigby are the only people that ever like come through this area mm -hmm. because um the camera goes to like a, a like a pile of trash from their previous camping trip where they have like empty bags of marshmallows and like uh crinkled up soda cans and stuff like that um and then for some reason they have a box of empty cake mix which i don't oh know God. how the hell they're making cake out Ooh, wait a minute I j okay now that you mention that do you think that was a um just a little small reference to when uh skips his birthday um maybe because skips does go out to the woods uh every single birthday mm -hmm. so, i mean this possibly uh, can't be the same woods but eh. yeah um but mordecai um the four of them are enjoying the the campsite they're getting settled in and then mordecai says to margaret and eileen you guys ready for the best part so he leads them out like the back way and then they look over like this huge like nature reserve part where there there's like a big waterfall a big like cliff overhang um it basically looks like free roman red dead um mm -hmm. that's what we're looking at mordecai says not bad right and then margaret's like he looks at uh, she looks at mordecai and says mordecai it's beautiful and then there's like this nature music going around and there's they share like a quick moment together you could tell that in this quick second of silence you get this feeling that mordecai wanted to say something to her mm. the way that they're looking at each other you could see that there's this weird sexual tension going on maybe not that but... <laughs> oh boy why does it always gotta be sexual <laughs> there's this weird like tension or like um chemistry that's the there word yeah, yeah, yeah. there's this little, <laughs> there's a little bit of chemistry going on but then um 
they get cut off by Rigby, uh, who's back at the campsite, being like, hey, Mordecai, where are the matches? And Mordecai's like, what? The matches! I want to cook some hot dogs. And then he's like, uh, they should be in the pack, dude. And Rigby, he says that he can't find them, so Mordecai goes back and he, like, snatches the backpack out of his hands. And he's like, matches aren't in here. And then Rigby's like, you forgot them? And Mordecai's like, what do you mean I forgot them? And then they start to argue and stuff. Margaret walks up and says, don't fight. They probably just fell out of the bag or something. But then out of nowhere, uh, Eileen says from the other side of the campground, it's cool, guys. I got it. And we could see that she's created a decent-sized fire. Um, she's like, yeah, she's blowing on it to give it more oxygen and everything, yeah. So. Actually, I have a question. Do you know how to make fire? Without um, without the use of a lighter. Without a lighter or without a match, probably not. Mm. See what what I do is I um I get firewood and then I sort of like make it in like a little TP shape. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I put like a like a shit ton of like newspapers or what, like paper waste in the middle of it. I know that my family has used um this like special type of wood where it's like it's like easily flammable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes in like a special wrapper where it's like good for making fires and stuff. Mm. Um, technically it is like an artificial flame, but it's, it's a, it's a flame. Um, but if we're doing it like Eileen, where she does it with like, like wood and sticks, no, I don't. Cause like you, you see that common trope in like TV shows where someone tries to make fire, um, by like rubbing two sticks together. Mm. I doubt that that actually works. I I'm intrigued to actually try that out. I've never done it personal. Well, I've tried to, but you know, obviously I, every kid has I, tried I, to when they were little. Yeah, exactly. But it never really happens because I, rem- I don't, you need a lot of patience for that. You need a lot of patience and like, cause it's all about the heat and things like that. Yeah. But like, According to physics, it takes a lot of rubbing and friction to actually get a flame going. I had another story where um, it was senior year where I was off on um on a ch- uh, chamber retreat. Uh, chamber what? was like the it, chamber is the choral group that I was in. Um, by the way, if you hear that background noise, my mom is that the air fryer. My mom's cooking the air fryer. Fuck, you could hear that. I could hear. It. Don't worry, it's not that much of a bother. Well. Hopefully, by the next time we record, I will be using my uh, SM7B mic. Oh, yeah, you haven't used it yet. Because uh, I still need to pick up some XLR cables for my dad's house. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyways, um, I was off on the chamber retreat for the big, like, coral uh, weekend getaway. We went to, like, this campground and stuff like that. Um, and we couldn't get the fire going. And, like, the parent chaperones, like, kept trying to, like, like make the fire, but it wasn't working. And then um, we, they were trying for like a whole hour to just get this damn fire going. So uh, I think one of the dads comes to the boys' cabin and he's like, all right, guys, you could be honest. And if you tell us, we won't get mad. Did any of you bring a lighter? <laughs> <laughs> and um, act- none of us actually did uh, that huh. trip. I know, really? the, I know the, f- the year after that, some kids snuck off and smoked weed out, out in the oh, woods. Oh, my but, God. Um, but yeah, none of us brought a lighter. So what they did was um they they made like a long like newspaper tube, and then mm-hmm. they went to like the the stove that was like in like the in the camp lo- uh, log cabin, and then they just lit it, and then they they walked like like fifty feet with the fire newspaper in their hand, and what? walked with it outside to bring it all the way to the fire to what get the it going. Ah uh, well, I mean. Uh... I'm surprised it was our the only fire option. Yeah, I know. I was but I'm saying like I'm surprised the fire didn't go out. 
while the dude yeah. is barking. Or like get too close to your hand or something. Oh um, yeah, probably. But with the fire that Eileen just made, it gets big after Eileen blew oxygen on it. Mordecai's like, oh, so you found the matches? And she's like, oh no, I just did it the old-fashioned way. And then Margaret's like, wow, Eileen, I know that you were so handy. And she was like, yeah, I used to get lost in the woods a lot. And then she's like, Margaret's like, when you were a kid? And Eileen's like, no, last year. And then Margaret just kind of <laughs> stares at her like, what? Um, but then Eileen's like, eh, it was kind of a phase I was going through. And she pushes it off like she's like it's nothing. And what, she, she's in her 20s? Like, what the hell? Yeah, she's in her 20s. I yeah. guess I guess that was that kind of um. Oh, dude, what if what if she was going through her like twilight phase and she was just like off in the woods all the time? That's funny. That oh, God. Uh, Margaret is like, oh, well, uh, good job, Eileen. And then Rigby, he's like, yeah, that was kind of cool. And then Eileen starts to blush and everything, being like, oh, Rigby thinks I'm cool. Um, <laughs> and then Rigby realizes what he just said, and he's like, fuck. Um, mm-hmm. So he kind of derails and he's like, uh, catch. So he uh, grabs the hot dogs that are sitting next to him on the cooler and tosses them at Eileen. And they kind of hit her in the face because she's caught off guard. Um, but she catches them and she looks down and she's like, oh, nice. These are really good hot dogs. Do you remember where those are, where those are from? They were from the, oh, fuck, was it season one? It was season one. Yeah, so these are the uh, uh, super premium deluxe hot dogs. The same ones from Meet Your Maker. It's a little throwback. The joke here is that they're actually like the real legit hot dogs. There are no like mm-hmm. crazy demented talking hot dogs. I mean, the one, the crazy demented ones were probably were locked in a freezer for what seems to be decades. But I'm pretty sure Rigby picked these up like straight off the store and didn't, you know, toss them in the freezer underneath the house. Yeah, so we finally get to see like the real thing. Mm-hmm. oh dude that looks so good like i've seen this episode this is my second time watching the episode but like those wieners look so good no pause we see the four of them uh sharing the hot dogs around the campfire next we see mordecai taking them on a hike margaret's all tuckered out uh he takes them to a waterfall he points to it probably giving like a tour tour guidey type of way they stop yeah. by like a little tiny pond uh we see eileen jumping in making a huge cannonball and splashing everybody and we see them walk, still walking through the woods, and we see like this, uh, really creepy deer bust out of a bush and looks at him. Uh, Margaret tries to take a picture, but the deer runs away. Uh, and then we see a frog. Margaret is trying to touch him, but they, but they stop and see Eileen holding three snakes on her. Something like that, like four, three. Four, three, yeah. Two. She's holding two. One is on her leg. One is wrapped around her body. And then Rigby, the next scene, we see Rigby showing Margaret and Eileen, I'm guessing is a rash of some sort on his arm, which is pretty disgusting. Yeah, and they're all disgusted by it and stuff. But then, uh, of course, like Mordecai and Rigby, like them being boys, they're all like, yo, check out my sick rash. And then the girls are like, ew. That's very disgusting. So uh, they come across the same deer again coming out of a bush, but pops his head right back into the bush. And we cut to the nighttime where we see Eileen and Rigby playing what looks to be, I want to say Game Boys, but it's probably not. They're sitting on the, yeah. Those old like Game Boy, like I think Game Boy Colors is what they are. Yeah. Or Game Boy Advance, something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, So I quick story. um, I I saw Eileen's cannonball 
and uh-huh. that reminded me of this past weekend. So, um, me and oh. CJ just me and CJ just celebrated our four year anniversary, Woo! and um, to celebrate, we went to uh, we had a day at Pelican Harbor, Woo! which is a um, a little like water park, um, sw- public swimming pool in our town, mm-hmm. and um, there was a diving board, which I never remembered there being a diving board, and I have actually never been on a diving board before. Oh my! Um, <laughs> so. I went on the diving board and I tried to I tried to like legit dive and everything, but I couldn't get like enough like like three sixty turnage on me, and I belly flopped like every single <laughs> freaking time. It I got winded every single time I dove, and I couldn't gasp for air until like I came up to the surface, obviously, and it freaking hurt. Like my like I started to I started to feel a little nauseous by all those belly flops and, but. Can you um, swim? Yes, I can swim. Okay, well, um, that that's a different story for me then. You know who can't swim is uh this kid that went on the diving board, and um he went on like like a couple like turns after I did, and um mm-hmm. he went into like the he dove off the diving board and it's like a thirteen foot pool and, yeah. and um we see him like trying to swim up and then all of a sudden the lifeguard that's there starts to blow his whistle and he jumps in the pool to save him. Because mm-hmm. the kid was, like, kicking around and, like, flapping his arms and everything. That is, like, I think that's the first or second time I've ever seen uh, a kid having to be rescued in the pool. <sighs> well, here's, yeah. a sto- here's my story. I went on that same exact diving board. I think when we were juniors transitioning to seniors. Okay. Um, I went on the diving board. I went in. I didn't do anything special, but... Uh, since it was like what you said, thirteen foot, I can't swim. You really so, can't swim. I can swim underwater, but I can't float. Okay. I can float, uh, but after it's it's supposed to be a death joke. But um, <clears throat> did you have to be rescued by the lifeguard? Nope. Nope. Okay. L- Thankfully, no, because that would have been really embarrassing for a seventeen-year-old to be rescued <laughs> I was by. About to say. No, but um, luckily I knew where the ladder was, and I swam towards it, and I gripped, you know, and I was fine. But that was the one and only time I've ever went on a diving board. Actually, wait, no, and that's a lie. That. Oh, okay. That's, a, that's actually like there's another story. You know, in um, in Naperville, there's what's it, what's that place called again? Um, Cent- Naperville Centennial? Centennial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was there with uh, I was there with NJ, uh, okay. and and MJ, and I think couple of her friends or something okay um and they wanted to go on a diving board and that one that uh ladder was a few feet away they wanted me to go to like the i'd say the biggest one but i think i went to the second tallest one instead yeah i think when i went in there i tried to do a flip or what or something but instead i think i just uh i think i dove and I think I hit my stomach or something. I remember it hurting. Yo, it's landing on water, like belly flopping or back flopping, whatever it is. Oh, if you land, land flat, it hurts. Like, cause I heard it that does. um, if you fall into water, like from like some like super tall like length mm-hmm. or height, mm-hmm. it feels the same as landing on concrete. Ugh. See, okay, well this is gonna get really dark. Okay. So I think in 2018 or 2019 or something like that, uh, do you remember this 
streamer named Etika. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, so that he jumped off a bridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So when you said it was like concrete, now I can uh, you you can pick kind of picture what I mean. So, um, don't do it. So, the story that I uh, one more story that I had uh, that got us here in the first place. Uh, Eileen's cannonball. <laughs> I um obviously I wasn't successful with all my like wannabe dives or like my me like always belly flopping so i was like here how about i'll do a cannonball instead mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it was a really good cannonball apparently after i got out cj told me that like a lot of people were like going like whoa and stuff like that so that's cool but i went down to the bottom of the pool so freaking fast because <laughs> i because i just i was cannonballing you know you i go in with like a big force mm-hmm. and um when as I was going down, I felt my head just pressurize so much. Ooh, like, what? I could feel my frontal lobe. It felt like my frontal lobe was, like, bulging up like a beluga whale. Oh. And I just felt water shooting in both of my ears super fast at the same time. It felt like it felt like I had, like, two huge syringes filled with water, mm-hmm. like, stuck in both of my ears, and people were just shooting it in. Oh, my God. That's what it felt. And then, like... I swam to the top and like my chest felt like it was getting squished. You will not be like you will be surprised on how like different the pressure is at a thirteen foot pool. Um, everything felt tight, and then I got up and I immediately went like ah because it felt so hard. And I I tried popping my ears, but they wouldn't pop. And I had yeah. so much water. I I had to do that thing where I like I had to use the palm of my hand to like kind of plunger my uh, the water out of my ear. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I had to, like, plug my nose and, like, blow out. And... Yeah, no, I, I hate doing that, or I hate when there's water coming, or stuck in your ear, and you kind of go deaf. It was not, I, like, and then, and then with the water in my ear, uh, kind of loosened up a little bit of earwax in there. Dude. Everyone has earwax. It, I know, but, but, like. But the thing is, like, there's a lot of earwax that you can't reach, so yeah. when I tried to like plunger my ear, it all started to come out. Like I would stick my finger in my ear trying to clear it out. And like there was like, <laughs> this is really gross, but they were like <laughs> earwax. Like it was like dark brown. It was like like dark chocolate. Oh, like, dude, I'm e- I have a Nutella sandwich right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I legit couldn't hear. Um, so that was that. It wasn't pleasant at all. Moving on. So we. Cut to this scene, and then, um, yeah, Mordek, uh, Rigby and Eileen are just playing video games on the log by the bonfire, and then Mordecai and I, uh, Margaret are lying <laughs> on the hood of Margaret's car, looking up at the stars, and then Margaret's like, this is beautiful, and then she's like, the sky's so clear out here. Then she asks Mordecai, do you know any of the, um, the, the, the thingies? And then... Mordecai is like thingies and he's like constellations and she's like yeah yeah the constellations and he's like oh those thingies and then Margaret kind of like playfully like elbows him being like be quiet and then they share a laugh and then Mordecai points up at what we see up there and he's like I think that's Ursula Merger right there see the kind of the, the handle on the ladle and then Eileen calls from uh, across the campground being like it's called Ursa Major not Ursula Merger and that's not even it that's Orion 
And then Rigby says, oh, and she didn't even have to look up. And then Mordecai is like kind of all like shocked by it that he like got showed up. But Margaret's laughing, so Mordecai starts to laugh too. He laughs it off being like, okay, okay. So I don't know those thingies. Um, and then Mordecai's like, wait, I could show you something cool. Give me your car keys. And then he gets the keys and then he opens the car door. He uh, turns on... Um, he turns on the car, but he doesn't really, like, start the engine, so, you know, like, how he, like, turn it, like, only once? Yeah. And, like, the, yeah. Um, and then he turns on the radio to 87.3, and then turns up the volume, and slow rock music starts to play. Um, fun fact, this is the same music from the beginning of Skip Strikes, as well as the flashback scene in Dawn. Oh, um, I didn't even <coughs> realize that. Yeah, it's, like, very quiet, so if you can't, like, it's hard to catch. But uh, Mordecai gets back on the hood, and then Margaret's like, ah, nice save. And you could tell that Mordecai, sly little Mordecai, is trying to set the mood, like, oh. that little soft rock. Yeah. Um, but here, here's the thing. I, we're going to get to this later on. Um, the the no, It's common knowledge that if you leave your car running like that, you are going to drain the battery. Like mm-hmm. that, leaving the music on, that, that's a big no-no. You, you should have brought a Bluetooth speaker, my guy. Like, come on. Do, do you know what else you should never do? What? Uh, well, apparently, from what I heard, is never leave your car lights on because that also drains the battery. That also drains the battery, yep. I've been told um, multiple times by my family, like, are you sure you turned off your lights? Because I can see them right there. I'm like, no, they're off. I'm, I'm glad. pretty pre- positive it's off. I'm glad that my van is like, uh, you have to turn on and off the lights manually. Because uh, I feel like I prefer that because, like, sometimes, um, like, you're, you know how some cars, it's like, you turn off the engine, you, like, close the door, and then the lights are on for, like, a minute before they turn off? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you supposed to know? Like, I'm not going to wait there for them to go off. Like, I yeah. just want I would rather turn it off myself. No, yeah, that's um, the same with my car. I have to turn it off manually. Exactly. So, Margaret says, like, ah, nice save. And then... They start to both look up at the stars. They're not saying anything. And then their hands are right next to each other. And then Mordecai kind of has like a, like a, he, oh. he's like all wide-eyed <laughs> and everything in his mouth. It's like, oh, oh. And he's like, fuck, what do I do? Um, so he starts to like kind of tap his fingers being like, so, you, uh, are you still taking those classes? And then Margaret's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she starts to get stressed. She's like, this semester has been crazy with just with work and all and these extra projects, you know. And then Mordecai is like, well, yeah, but that was different because it, it was art school. Um, Mar- Margaret says, I just can't wait until I could finally quit my dumb job. Um, and then Mordecai says like, oh, what? Then where will I get my coffee from? And Margaret's like, the coffee will still be there. And then Mordecai's like, yeah, it just, it just wouldn't be the same. He's totally flirting right now. Why? That was just like me. I feel like I feel like that that line saying it wasn't the, it wouldn't be the same. Like that's pretty slick, you know. Like that's I, pretty I, slick. I could, I, I could appreciate that one, but what he's about to say was like it's uh, a little, uh, it's a little. I'm. Uh, yeah. he, he's trying to transition into the topic because yeah, he's so, questioning. So what what does he say next? So he tries to move on to the conversation about uh, what Margaret said earlier about all guys are jerks. But but then um, Margaret stops. Uh, she gets up from the hood of the car and says, like, wait, did you hear that? Yeah, but Mordecai... Well, but, hmm. well, for context, he specifically says, 
so you don't think all guys are jerks, right? And I don't know, the way he says that's like, oh, jeez. Yeah, no, that, that that's him trying to forcefully um, ask a question. So what did happen to your boyfriend or... Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, so then there's so many things that. he could have he couldn't he could have said, but he chose that. I I don't know how. To be fair, I don't know how else you would like phrase it, or or maybe I would have said like um, so like I heard you're not seeing anyone. Like, well, what's that about? Uh, or some mm-hmm. I don't know. So Mordecai gets up from the hood as well. He's like, what? But Margaret says, I don't know. But Mordecai just brushes it off, trying to reassure Margaret, saying, yeah, it's just the sound of the wilderness, probably just a deer we saw earlier. Uh, but then Margaret is, is alright with it, like, okay, fine. And then she goes back to the, you were talking about this position earlier, where her elbow is, like, kind of on the hood of the car, more more attention towards uh, Mordecai. Uh, and yeah, she says, like, her, her hand is, like, kind of, like, underneath her head as a pillow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she... She says, like, hmm, so what were you saying? But then all of a sudden, thunder starts crashing, and it starts raining. But then Mordecai stops and says, like, I guess we should set up the tent. So he runs over to the backpack where the tent should be, but he can't find it. And he asks Rigby, Rigby, where'd you put the tent? But Rigby is like, what? Um, Mordecai repeats himself, so, like, is it in the other bag? But then Rigby says I didn't that he didn't bring it. Mordecai gets all frustrated he's like dude i told you to pack it but then rigby defends himself saying like yeah but i wanted to do wanted to use the tarps like we always do so then mordecai asks them where are the tarps and rigby says like i forgot them <laughs> mordecai with a whole uh baggy out like what he like throws his arms up and is like dude like what mm-hmm. so i had the note being like come on like you're out here camping mordecai and rigby are supposed to be camping experts Setting up a tent is like the first thing you do when you get to a campground. Come on. Oh, oh I was um, I was gonna say so. Last night I saw a TikTok where there's this guy saying there's top ten things that guys should know, and one of them is yeah. how to set up a tent. Do you know how to set up a tent? Yeah, I'm, I I know how to. I, it's been ages since I've done it, but I, mm-hmm. I I I could set up a tent. The last time I was in a tent, oh, I have a fucking story about this. Um, oh, <laughs> okay. The last time I was in a tent was in, um, I was camping in Utah. That was the last time I went camping, actually. Um, it was, I was just about to start my freshman year at North Central, and we had these things called Cardinal Camps. Cardinal is our mascot, and um, oh, yeah. we, uh, it's like these little camps that, like, field trips that student, new students could go on uh, before, like, starting co- college and everything. And uh, you had, like, a selection of camps that you could go on. So, obviously, I chose Utah because it was, like, the biggest and the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were out there camping. And I I was camping with two new friends. One guy I'm friends with. The other guy, it was, like, yeah, like, you know, I talked to him on the trip. But, like, he was a little weird. Mm-hmm. Um, to paint the picture, he, he was kind of, like a, like, a little bigger guy. And he had, like, a neck beard and things. And he was... He was kind of sweaty, like, when we were sleeping at night. Um, it was, like, kind of, like, hot in the desert that we were at. But um, it was a small tent. When we had to sleep at night, we were all, like, super close to each other, packed like sardines. And this man, who was supposed to be, like a, like, a super buff and tough athlete, he requested that he is put in the middle of me and my other friend, who both of us were, like, super, like, skinny. Mm-hmm. And 
he said that he wanted to be in the middle because he was afraid of bugs. What? This man, so not only was there that, but he was super sweaty and he was stinking up the whole tent and he made it super musty. Oh, there was God. a point in the night where like I unzipped the the the, the little mesh window because it was stunk so bad in there. And uh-huh. um, every single time he thought that he felt something crawl on him, he started to spaz out like a fish out of water. Oh my goodness. Shaking the whole tent and me and the other dude were like, bro what the fuck is wrong and then the the final night of uh the utah trip um me and the other friend just camped out underneath the stars like in our sleeping bags nice. we did not want to sleep in that tent hey man he got what he wanted he got the entire tent to himself at least he, he, he tried he tried to sleep out there with us because i was like oh i like that idea you know sleeping out on their stars and like i didn't mind because like as long as i didn't have to sleep next to him but yeah. then, like, 30 minutes in, he's like, I think I'm going to go in the tent. <laughs> but, um, how, could, how could you be an athlete but be, well, never mind, he, people and, got their um, I, I didn't talk to him too much after that trip, but uh, I do have a friend that was, was friends with him, and yeah, he's a dick. He's a huge dickhead. Well, what what do you but, expect? Yeah, um, but moving on, Margaret comes up to Mordecai and Rigby arguing, saying, like, what's going on? Mordecai's like, we don't have a tent. And then Eileen is like, it's okay. I brought mine. It's in the car. And Margaret's like, I'll go get it. So she runs over to her car, tries to open the door, but it's locked. And then she like peeks inside of the window to see the keys. She turns to Mordecai being like, dude, you locked the keys in the car. And then Rigby's like, smooth move. You just had to turn on the radio. And then Mordecai kind of like face palms himself being like, fuck, that's so dumb, Mordecai. Um, and then, of course... They're all in the rain, so it's not looking too good. It's downpouring at this time. Uh, and then Mordecai's like, oh, great. Now the ranger is here. And we we hear, like, a honking and, like, a big, like, headlight come up. He comes up in his, like, ranger, uh, park ranger truck. What are you folks doing out here? This area is restricted. And then Eileen's like, I know. We're sorry. We locked our keys in our car. And then he's like, all right. I got some tools back at the station. But as soon as I get that door open, I'll want you out of here. And then Margaret and Eileen are like, okay, thank you. So he drives off and Rigby's like, oh, great. Now we have to wait in the rain until that guy shows up. And then Eileen says, hey, guys, let's build a shelter. So there's, they start to build like a little like teepee tent out of uh, like branches and stuff. And then Eileen tells Margaret to go grab some more dead branches. So she kind of walks off into like a secluded area to get more branches. Then she's looking around. She tries to like pull a branch off of the tree. But then she sees the deer from earlier, and she kind of gets scared by it. But and then, but then she just keeps looking at it. But she like kind of laughs nervously, being like, huh, "Okay, it's just a deer." But then the deer, out of nowhere, speaks to her, saying, "Take filthy hands off branches." And she's like, "What?" And then fucking the deer stands up on his hind legs, and we see that he has the head of a deer, the torso and arms of a human. And he has, like, abs and everything. His right leg is a deer, but then his left leg is human. And he has, like, a a, a bow and arrow, like, on his back and stuff like that. Something that, we're not expecting. Yeah, on a, that's kind of disgusting to look at. Margaret gets scared and screams out to Mordecai and runs over to him. Uh, you know, she, she does a little thing where she holds him very tightly because uh, she's very nervous. But Mordecai says, like, what? What is it? And then we see the deer man run, walking over to them. And then Mordecai is like, whoa, hey. 
uh what's up man then the dear man says i've been watching you for years now bringing your filthy machines into my forest setting her ablaze drowning out her natural voice with your terrible music and then he keeps going saying that he's had enough and that they should uh basically leave mordecai says like look we're sorry dude we're not trying to ruin your home we love the forest and then he looks around or he gives the suggestion like yeah we like the forest right guys then all hint, four hint, nudge nudge yeah and then all four of them are like yeah yeah we love the forest we love the forest but then the deer stops and says like just like my mother said she loved me and not to follow her back into the city <laughs> mordecai <laughs> is confused like wait what but then the deer keeps going and says, like, you disgust me. My forest is ruined. And then walks away, turning their back towards him. Continuing to speak, he says, and now I will count to ten and then hunt you for food. All four of them all say at the same time, what? But the deer, quote unquote, reassures them and says, do not fear. I will use all your parts. Nothing wasted. And then he starts counting. I don't know. This is such like a weird scenario, like that no one would ever find themselves in. But it's it's cartoon humor, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they start to run off. Um, they run past Margaret's car, obviously, because that's not working. Um, but then there's like a little rock on the ground, and then Eileen notices it and picks it up, and she like chucks it through the driver's side window, and then she um, she unlocks the car and she honks the horn, telling the other three to get in. Um, that we could see the deer who's like continuing to count in the background all this time, trying to take the bow off of uh, off of his body, um, but it's kind of like caught on his antlers because he can't really take it off. Um, meanwhile, they all get into the car. Margaret tries to start the engine, but then she's like, "The radio drained the battery," and then f- fucking Rigby like kind of side eyes Mordecai, being like, "You really had to turn it on." The deer is at six now. And he tries to take it off his legs instead and like kind of step out of it because his head wasn't working. And then they're trying, they're still trying to start the engine. They're like, come on, come on, come on, come on. They finally start the car and then they, Margaret just like floors it and then they run off. And then the deer says seven, eight, nine, ten, but he couldn't get the bow off. So he's just like, oh, fuck it. And then starts to run past. Um, so Margaret drifts out of the campsite, uh, just going on the trail. And everyone's saying like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Then Mordecai's like, we're going to need to go faster. So Mordecai and Rigby are in the back of the car and they open the trunk. And then they start to chuck like empty soda cans at, at the deer. Uh, it doesn't hurt the deer and he just, uh, it only gets him more mad. Mordecai's like, dude, give me something else to throw at him. So the deer is like right next to the car at this point And Mordecai panics and then, so he grabs the lantern and like kind of like hits him in the face. And it creates like a huge blaze, um, sending the deer on his feet and he kind of, like, rolls on the ground. Uh, as they drive away, he gets, like, smaller, and they can't see him anymore. And then Mor- uh, Rigby's like, ha, in your face. Mordecai's like, I think we lost him. But then out of nowhere, the deer fucking catches up to them and l- lands on the uh, on the roof of the car. And he takes, like, a little mini machete and, like, stabs it through the, the roof. And then Margaret panics, and, like, uh, she drives off-road and then knocks the deer off. And then he uh, gets out his bow and arrow and shoots the the back left tire, uh, causing the car to swerve and like kind of like smash sideways into a tree. So that car is totaled. The headlight is broken. Everything. So they all get out of the car and they start to run out. And then the deer is continuing to chase them. Mordecai spots the highway. So he's like, "There's a highway. Come on!" 
And so they climb up a hill to like get on the main road and they're in the middle of the highway and then they could see uh, someone coming. And so they all like start waving their arms, be like, hey, come and help us. Like, and they're all shouting. And then right as the deer is about to fire an arrow, the we re it's revealed that the car is the park ranger on its way back to the campsite. So the park ranger sees them in the on the road and then he screams and he like swerves out of the way. And while he swerves, he hits the deer head on. And we got a little deer in headlights shot, no pun intended. So then it's, I guess, morning now. Uh, the four of them are in the car. The park We see two park rangers. One of them is carrying the deer man to the back of the truck. The other one is talking to, to Margaret, Eileen, Mordecai, and Rigby. He says, like, all right, you folks better move it along. Nothing more to see here. Margaret questions, what's going to happen to him? We see the other park ranger toss him in the back of a truck. Uh, the the ranger says, like, we've got a special protocol for situations like this. Y'all drive safe now, you hear? And then uh, they drive off. The second park ranger just looks at the deer man. And the first, first park ranger says, did you get the boys to call up the taxidermist? And then the second park ranger says, like, isn't this, ki isn't this kind of strange? But the first park ranger says, like, no, nah, we'll just put some clothes on the human -y parts. Then we cut back to the car where Mordecai says, like, sorry about all this, Margaret. But Margaret says, like, I don't know. It wasn't that bad. I liked your secret camping spot. And then Eileen adds on saying, like, yeah, I, I ate seven hot dogs. And then Rigby says, like, and you totally busted Margaret's window open with a rock. But then Eileen remembers that and says, like, oh, yeah, sorry about that, Margaret. But Margaret isn't uh, that bothered by it. She's like, oh, it's okay. I'm just stoked. I survived my first camping trip. And it's all thanks to Mordecai. And she looks at the back to see Mordecai. And Mordecai's like, yeah, no problem. And he yeah. then says, like, see, I told you camping was cool. And they all drive off laughing into the sunset with the back bumper almost about to fall off. And there is, there's no way that car is still working. It literally got like pummeled into the side of a tree and things. Oh yeah, it, it, and the it back shouldn't tire. be working. Yeah. I, I would imagine like the second park ranger had like a spare on him, but that for time's sake, I'm pretty sure they were fine. Where'd they even sleep? Because like it kind of cut to the morning, but. I guess, yeah. I guess they were up all night. Yeah, I, I after a night like that, I'd probably be up all night too. Mm -hmm. Dude, fucking! Deer, could you imagine a deer man like IRL? That's fucking scary. That is scary. That's that's creepy. But you know, it's not creepy. Lunchtime. 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 A couple of uh, trivia facts from the fan wiki before we begin. Um, the episode reveals that Margaret is in college studying journalism, which would play a bigger part later on in the series. Eileen mm -hmm. reveals her interest in astronomy. Uh -oh. And um, oh. it's also revealed that Mordecai attended art school. Mm -hmm. And uh, later on in episode Fool Me Twice, that's when it's revealed that he dropped out. Yeah. Um, Rigby is also first shown to start warming up to Eileen in this episode. Because um, mm -hmm. not only, like, the whole, like, fire thing, but they were, like, playing video games together. That was like, kind of, ooh. ooh. Um, 
episode connections, like I said before, the music on the car radio is the same music from the episode Don during Ricky's flashback, as well as the beginning of Skip Strikes. And the super premium hot dogs from the season one episode Meet Your Maker return them in this episode. return in this episode. Then um, this episode received two point zero four seven million views. Ooh. So, yeah. uh, wait, wait, wait! How was it a lot? How was how was it viewed more than the previous like two? Terror Tales of the Park uh, only had. Wait, I can't find that either. Fuck. What the fuck. I don't know. <laughs> no, but like, because I remember one of them did didn't get as many views. Then it only got like one point nine or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, like what? Okay, anyways, um, well, uh, can I be excused to the bathroom really quickly? Because I need a fucking pee. Go ahead, dude. I just looked into the mirror. I really do need a haircut. I need a haircut too. M- maybe I'll get one before my grad party. Sure. I, I want to get one before your grad party too, but it, I don't know if I'll be able to make it because I have work and the place that I go to closes at like five. That's lame. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> actually, wait, 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 when does your party start? Um, maybe like six or something like that. Okay, maybe I can get it on Saturday. Yeah. Like that day of, but it's okay. Um, so starting off with lunchtime, who were the protagonists of this episode? Um, I wrote that it was Mordecai, Rigby, Margaret, and Eileen, but if I had to pick just one, probably Mordecai, because he was the one, uh, that, like, invited Mordecai, um, I was about to say Mordecai, <laughs> Mar- Margaret and, uh, and Eileen, and then he, specifically Margaret, he was, like, trying to impress her for the whole episode. Yeah. I was gonna, well... I was going to say, I thought you were going to say Eileen, because she did most of the surviving work. But that's just a personal well, thing. She, like, helped out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then, who was the antagonist of this episode? Uh, the antagonist was the dear human guy. Dude, that's, again, that's fucking freaky. Yeah. Were there any O's or hmms in this episode? Um, Just one O, when uh, Rigby... Uh, Responded to Eileen about the Ursula merger thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you catch any adult jokes within this episode? Um, I did not catch any. Nope. I didn't catch any either. So this is a new one. Uh, were there any Mordecai simp moments? <laughs> so we had a couple. We had at the beginning when he's like, oh gosh, I know, right? Guys are the worst. Like, <laughs> fucking... Like, yeah, like, Margaret says, like, oh, guys are such jerks. And then Mordecai, a guy, says, like, oh, yeah, right, I know. Guys are the worst. Like, come on, dude. Like, so. Stand your ground, King. Don't you dare disrespect yourself like that. And then um, later on when he's, like, um, uh, maybe not, like, th- this isn't actually, like, simpy, but like, he could have said it, like, not as weird. And then mm-hmm. he was all, like, hey, so you don't think all guys are jerks, right? It's, like, yeah, nah. He, he could have phrased it so much better. Or probably couldn't even... Um, he probably didn't even need to mention it in the first place. Yeah. So there were... So then were there any iconic regular show moments? Um, Probably nothing that I would deem as, like, actually iconic. Mm-hmm. It was... We had some, like, cool parts, but nothing, like, super, super iconic. I think I'd argue, like, the, the bit where Mordecai is sort of shimping on uh, margaret after she says that she doesn't have a boyfriend yeah true yeah. i mean because that i know that um whenever there's like a mordecai simp compilation 
that scene is always included in it. Yeah. Uh, so then, did you hear any in real life music? Uh, no. No. So then, how would you bait this? Bait, bait this? How would you base this off of memory? Rate this based off of memory? Fuck. As a master, I would bait this on <laughs> <laughs> probably out of five, uh, uh, four point five. It's it's pretty recognizable to me. I give it a four. Yeah, I give yeah, it a four. Yeah, maybe like a four point five, uh, sub four ish somewhere there. It's a well. I'll I'll talk about how I think about this episode after we get through the last two, which is is this a skip or a must watch? I would say it's a must watch. Because like it's a it's a pretty fun and cool episode, and mm-hmm. also you kind of get more of a like Mordecai and Margaret's like chemistry. Okay, okay, you know what? You convinced me. I was gonna say skip, but your argument kind of changed it a bit. Uh, so yeah, I can say this is also a must watch. Just for like character development and relationship development between them. Yeah. So then, would you say this episode is good or bad? Um, I said that this was good. What? I also say this is good. What? And what yeah. I was holding on to earlier was this This feels more of a filler than any sort of like regular show episode. Yeah, I, I could see that, but uh, but it still does accomplish things again with the it whole does. Mordecai and Margaret thing. It does, um, it does. <clears throat> so in the end, and I went back and I counted, so we don't have to... <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to do some weird guessing anymore. <laughs> so far in regular show, we have 73 O's Ooh. and 39 hmms. Wow. In the series so far. No, I'm de- uh, Okay, at this point, I'm going to put a bet that there's going to be double of the O's than there are of hmms. Uh, we shall see. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah, that's the end of that episode. Yeah, awesome stuff. Um... So, if you want to know what we're doing when you're, we are not recording, you could follow us on Twitter, which is at ExcellentPod. Um, you could follow our TikTok by searching The Excellent Podcast. You could uh, listen to us on Spotify, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, oh. Google Podcasts, uh, Breaker, Radio Public. Uh, we're actually on so many platforms, I think I was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, some that I never even heard of before, but yeah, That's go okay. listen to we're us there. We're out there. Yeah, and um, feel free to give us a uh, good rating on Spotify. Um, give us, uh, I don't know, five stars if you uh, ever so please. And if uh, you disagree, nah, no need to leave a rating. So, um, <laughs> Just give us some feedback. Yes, yes. we currently have uh, 18 ratings on Spotify. Um, we are sitting at a 4.6 out of 5. Which um, Oh, really? There was a... Yeah, there was a time where we were at 4.9, and then we were uh, at a 4.2, but then we're back at 4.6, so we're Dude, we're so better. fucking sick. We're so good. Yeah, we're awesome. And then, uh, also, if you're uh, to all the Spotify listeners, if you scroll down on the uh, little episode description thing, you will see a Q&A where you could type in what you liked about the episode, and then there's also a poll. Did you think that Camping Can Be Cool was a good or a bad episode? Because, I mean, like, you always hear our thoughts, but we want to hear yours. Yeah, but I'm I'm always up to... I think we're both interested to see what the audience feel about the episode, not just our opinions. Of course, and be sure to interact with us on our Twitter. Again, that is at ExcellentPod. 
And uh, pretty much every single interaction we get, we always read it on the show. Mm-hmm. So that's your chance to be featured on the Excellent Podcast. Now, now that we're done with the episode, I can finally say this. Uh, I want to go camping. I want to. I want to smoke some wieners, roast some. Mar- want- Actually, wait, wait, wait. Have you? No, go what you're gonna say. I'm. I'm curious. Oh no! I was just gonna say I haven't been camping in a long time, and I want to go. What were you gonna say? How do you roast your marshmallows? Oh, the only way to roast your marshmallows is to char them. You're a weirdo. You're a weirdo. What? Come, you don't tell me. Why that would you, you char like- your? marshmallows that is the only way to make a s'more you have to get it flaming you have to like have like a big flaming ball on the end of your stick dude anything else than that is incorrect like you have to get like a nice little sizzly crunch when you bite down on that black marshmallow some people say that it's cancer on a stick i call it a delicious meal Well, that's all I needed. To, that that that's it for me. I don't want to talk about it more. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know on Twitter how you uh, roast your marshmallows, charred or yeah, like golden brown. Yeah. Thank you for listening, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode. See ya.